cliffcentral.com. Sean Sanders is here. How are you doing, Sean? Morning, Gareth. Yeah, very good. Thanks. How are you doing? Good, man. All right. So let's talk uh, because it's great to have you on again, and we've got lots to get into today. It's that time of the week where we get to take a look at what has been happening in the world of crypto, and Sean Sanders from Revix is here to give us a little scoop on that. So what has been happening lately in crypto? I'm I'm not exactly thrilled when I look at my own portfolio, but are there exciting things going on that I'm not paying attention to? Uh, so the market's moving around. I mean, ahead of this U.S. election, I think you've got a lot of movement across asset classes, whether that's in stocks, whether that's in crypto, whether that's in bonds. A lot of people are really nervous about what's going on. Yeah. But beyond just the election that's coming up, I mean, you've got all the uncertainty with just the pandemic. And I mean, France just reenacted or reinstated a curfew. So you've got Europe kind of locking down. So there's a lot of volatility in this market, but that is a big opportunity as well. So if you look at the crypto space, I mean, just two weeks ago, you had payments giant Square, and they became the next major institution to buy Bitcoin as a reserve asset. So they purchased 4,709 Bitcoin for $50 million. And just to put that in perspective, that's 1% of Square's total assets on their balance sheet, which is remarkable. And if you look at another company on the NASDAQ called MicroStrategy, uh, they made waves about three months ago uh, where they purchased $425 million worth of Bitcoin. And again, they held it on their balance sheet just alongside their US dollars. Uh, so these are major moves in the crypto space. But I mean, maybe just fast forwarding and looking at today, uh, you're seeing Bitcoin up 7% over the last week. So it yeah. has been a pretty good week for crypto. Our top 10 bundles up 9%. Our smart contract and payment bundles up 6%. And if you look over a year, or well, since the start of the year, so since the 1st of January this year, uh, Bitcoin's up over 85%. Our top 10 bundles up over 100%. And then our smart contract and payment bundles are up over 120%. Now, if you compare sure. that to another good investment, like gold as an example, that's up about 30%. So <laughs> I think there's been a bit of a pullback. But overall, I mean, 2020 has actually been a pretty good year from an investing standpoint, even though everything seems to be going haywire elsewhere. Now, you mentioned the U.S. elections, and and I'm curious as to what you think the effect of of those elections has been and what you think might happen after November the 3rd. Um, Because obviously there are people who are predicting it'll go one way or the other, but really it doesn't matter who's president, actually, because the markets just want to know in terms of stability and certainty. So what usually takes place around election time in the U.S. when it comes to things like the, the crypto and the gold market, which I know Revix is very much involved in? Yeah, so investors hate risk, and risk can be the price volatility or it could be uncertainty about some un- uncertain future event. And essentially that's what the election is. It's this uncertain future event where you don't know who's going to become president or how exactly they'll yeah, or if there will be even a handover mm. uh, that'll take place. And the market then discounts that risk. So they then say, well, when I say the market, I mean all the different investors out there, all the different buyers and sellers. They say either we want to buy into assets or we don't want to be buying into assets. We want to sell assets. Right. And generally speaking, if you're looking at a lot of institutional players, so the likes of a pension fund or a, in the, or a hedge fund, as an example, they are going to look at the market and say, hmm, maybe we don't want to be in this risky market right now. Maybe we would rather want to sell out of it. And that then leads to sort of these disallocations where you've got a lot of people looking to move their funds out of a particular investment and into another investment that could perhaps be safer. And that creates an opportunity where a trader could then go, well, listen, I want to enter this market. And what this does really is it exacerbates the volatility in the market. So you'll end up seeing slightly bigger would be 
uh, an understatement. You see a lot of volatility and really big price swings on a daily basis. And that's what you're probably going to see now until the election, depending on the outcome of the election, because you're right, it doesn't really matter who actually lands up in power. It's just how we go about doing that. Who, who actually lands up getting elected is, is largely irrelevant. So if there is a successful handover, I think we'll then see potentially, and this is not financial advice, but I think you could potentially see a, a pretty big move upwards in the market. So we were talking about crypto a moment ago. Is the market for crypto, in your opinion, maturing like the internet sector did uh, you know, 10, 15 years ago? Yeah, so I'm going to be dramatic today, and I'm going to say that there was sort of the watershed moment uh, in crypto uh, from or on the 1st of October. So on the 1st of October, I, I don't know, if, Gareth, have you ever heard of BitMEX? No. No. So unless you have fallen very deep down this crypto rabbit hole, uh, you probably wouldn't have heard of BitMEX. But BitMEX is a crypto derivatives exchange. Uh, they're not a small player. At one point in time, they were the biggest crypto uh, exchange globally. They move about $1 to $2 billion worth of crypto through yeah. the platform every single day. And on the 1st of October, the U.S. Department of Justice filed both civil and criminal charges against BitMEX. Now, if you think about this uh, and you think back to maybe 2017 or 2018, hell, even 2019, this sort of news would have completely derailed the crypto market. I mean, you're talking about one of the biggest exchanges in the world essentially having the biggest uh, security and justice department look at, at clamping down on you. And you know what the market did? Absolutely what? nothing. It shrugged. And... That is the sort of, and it is, I'm geeking out in crypto here, but that's the sort of maturation that we're seeing. Uh, you've got institutional players entering the space, and I just mentioned MicroStrategy and, and Square, um, and that's then being followed by a whole host of other uh, institutional players that are essentially looking at this from a more rational perspective. When some big news breaks like that of BitMEX, uh, people aren't just running for the hills and panic selling or panic buying. There is this sort of um, very logical Take a long-term approach. Let's you know, establish real prices. You're not, seeing, you're not seeing those speculators and those amateurs um, who are changing the market with their whims and fancies. It's rather a more considered and, and well thought through approach. Most certainly, yeah. and you're seeing regulation rolled out globally, which is another big move. And yeah, it's quite interesting because I think a lot of people in the crypto space they sort of view regulation as this really terrible thing. That, you know, the government's coming for your money. Yeah, but. You know, the truth is, if you're looking at, and this is big news, I don't think a lot of people know this, but currently German and Swiss banks can now take custody of your cryptocurrency. And there's various regulatory frameworks being put in place across the globe. Uh, South Africa is a little further behind than uh, other markets. But, I mean, within the next two years, the crypto market globally uh, will be very much treated similar to a securities market, uh, with a stock market uh, sort of uh, structure and whatnot. And, you know, these sort of sorts of moments where you are seeing regulation come into play, they say they get followed by institutional investors entering the space. And while I think the maturation of this industry is happening slowly, it's happening. And, you know, the idea of crypto playing by the rules, that's a very big deal. I mean, that means that big institutions are taking this seriously. And I think that's a very big investment opportunity. Let me just go to a question that we've got here from Shirley Ann Smith, because we're almost out of time. She says, uh, please remind uh, everybody to include these things in their will and to have the key available to somebody. Otherwise, the legacy is lost to the family. So if you are a, a crypto investor, how can you make sure that your family inherit your crypto assets? So if you are holding crypto yourself, yeah. which uh, you can do on 
uh, hardware wallet or a software wallet, uh, you would then need to make sure that that private key, which is essentially the key to your cryptocurrency, is securely held by a third-party custodian. Uh, alternatively, and I'm just going to punt Revix right now. Mm-hmm. Alternatively, you could look at a platform <laughs> like Revix, and uh, we do that for you. So you could sign up a beneficiary form. You would designate exactly who you would like to receive your crypto later on. And, uh, yeah, essentially, we would then handle that process if you were to be or unfor- unfortunately pass away, yeah. Well, that happens to people. I mean, listen. In the event of your demise. Yeah, in the event of your demise. <laughs> so, all right, Sean, that's that's pretty much all we got time for this morning. But you can find out more by going to the social media handles for Revix, and and Sean or his team will be able to answer your questions there too. On Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, it's one word at Revix R E V I X Invest at Revix Invest. Go and take a look at it, um, Sean. A completely unrelated, but. Um, Johan, Pierre, uh, Ruth, bunch of people saying, "Wow, Sean is so hot." Well, I mean, he used to, he used to, he used to be paid to. Sean used to be paid to model. I mean, you know, he's smart and uh, good looking. So yes, people because they can see us for the first time. See, they can, they can he see. He also you. came on here with that see kind of like straight face, chiseled. Yeah. yeah. Look, that's we his saw thing. That. We saw that. But you, you understand the, the reasons why oh, you guys are too kind. You the, know that. The reason we're getting, is, I'm just going to come on the show every time I'm feeling a little down. No, don't get ahead of yourself. <laughs> the reason this is happening is because we're actually broadcasting with this podcasting. There's the live show, which we're doing. And now we're also uh, visual so people can watch us on this new platform. So that's why all these people are suddenly commenting on, on how you look. Also, people are thirsty. That's why that's happening yes. as well. <laughs> oh, that's also true. Yeah. Mm. Oh, very good. Mulalo, why are you this person? He's a, why are you actually a horrible this person? person. <laughs> people are just appreciating. Sean, do not let Mulalo rain on your parade. People love the look of you. I won't. Thank you. People but I've got to say, guys, I've, I've given a few speeches. Well, we've given a few speeches, but a year ago, I gave a speech, uh, a presentation, should I say, in front of about 3,000 people. Yeah. And you're already nervous when you, you're getting up there to speak in front of that many people. And the the MC of the event decided before they started with the actual presentation to give me an intro of pulling up a whole bunch of men's health covers oh, and a whole bunch of other pictures. <laughs> and I... I, I was red the entire wow. time. Dude, so I've not just learned to embrace it. I mean, that's, yeah, that's something I did. I, mean, I think yeah. the mention of men's health then... Uh, just puts it out there that when you come back on the next time, you'll come like topless. Now we know, have to see it. Sean, ratings, ratings, it. my friend, ratings. Uh, if you, if I had a men's health cover with me on it, you better believe it would be in the background on every single video conferencing app I would ever go on in my life. But alas. Yeah, but you see, the other thing is, it's this little, little thing, which is you go start a business uh, in the financial security space. Yeah. Yeah, I'm whiter than snow right now. I am the whitest guy in Cape Town, to be honest with you. I haven't seen sun. And the the computer screens that are sitting in front of me, they don't tan me like they used to. So I'm... I'm, yeah, I don't think you want to see me without my top one right now. Get so, Sean, just before you go, we have a segment called uh, Siafunda. Earlier, Pumi gave us a word, Zitande. But there is another one now, why people are giving you this attention. It's more closer than Zulu. Just so you know. What that does is, it mean? That is thirsty. People in are Tosa. thirsty. Don't listen to okay. him. Don't listen to him. Right. These are the moments when you must, you must Thanks, need Twitter's warnings that Tosa guys. Don't trust them. All right. Very good. So, Sean, thanks very much, dude. We'll speak to you soon. Go to Revix.com and you can find out what the smart way is to invest in crypto. 
and uh, and at the same time in their PAX Gold offering too. I've got a little bit of both, and I'm very happy that I do. It's a much better place to put your money than just leave it in the bank. At what? What's the current interest rate banks are giving you? <laughs> One and a half percent in South oh, Africa. Geez. I think that's a seven-day quarter count. Ridiculous. So don't do that. Yeah, you work hard. Yeah, that's for, that's lower than inflation. Right? You, you're just you, guaranteed to lose your money. You work hard for your money. Don't let your money be lazy with you. So very good. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Sean. Good to see you. For me, Mbulelo, Gareth, guys. Cheers. I will see you hopefully with the top on the next time around. Have a very good rest of the week. (laughs) Please, uh, only when you've got a decent tan. Otherwise, it's going to be embarrassing. Yeah. There we go. Thanks, bro. Guys, have a great one. Chat to you soon. Be good. Cheers. Sean Sanders, Revix.com is where you can find out more. Cliffcentral.com.